0: Love talk radio. Lord I thank you for sunshine, it's thank you for rain, thank you for joy, thank you for pain in the world of Praise the Lord, and welcome to LiveDeliverance.com, your own blog, talk My name is Pastor Steve Lee, and I'll be your host for the next hour or so. Now, if you're listening to us during the broadcast of the simulcast from between the hours of 9 o'clock and 11 o'clock p.m., we're so glad to have you. If you're listening to us on any other social media platforms or doing, during any other times of the week, please contact us here at LiveDeliverance.com and give us the times, dates, and locations where you're listening to us at. Although we would love to proliferate the airways, you must do it legally, ethically, and in righteousness. If you any of our content through any other means, it is the result of Internet piracy and copyright infringement. And all of those who participate in any Internet piracy can be prosecuted by federal agents. Now having said all that, we can get down to the business of the kingdom. So go ahead and get a pen and the paper, and if you have any questions or comments about the ministry tonight, when we get to the end of the broadcast, we'll give you an opportunity to ask those questions or make those comments. Now, if you would, join your hearts with me in a word of prayer so that we can sanctify our times together. Heavenly Father, I ask you to speak to me so that I can hear. Awaken me, the minds of Christ. Open mine eyes that I might behold wondrous things out of your word. Breathe on me and cause me to be able to flow By your spirit Let the words of my mouth And the meditations of my heart Be acceptable in thy sight Let healing and deliverance Break forth in this place In this time Because of your word Your spirit And your love Live big in me As I now decrease So that you can increase Holy Spirit Glorify Jesus in my life As I now share the living word The bread of life Jesus revealed to us the Father And draw us into his presence Where there is fullness of joy Heavenly Father, quiet our hearts and minds as we allow the peace of God to rule in our lives. Cause us to grow in the grace that has appeared unto all men as you teach us how we should live in this present world. May we now awake to righteousness and slumber no more by walking in the spirit and in the fullness of his grace. As we sojourn in the land of promise, going from faith to faith and from glory to glory. For you have made us more than conquerors in this life through Christ Jesus. So speak to our spirit and birth victory in our hearts and in our minds. In Jesus name, I pray well beloved uh we want to get a, a a new series started, <laughs> and um I, I know it is uh, going to be a series because these are the things that we are needing to do in in our days in the dispensation of grace that we live in. The subject would be now is the time uh you know <laughs> We look around at situations and circumstances and might not like them. But God has given us a, a a plan, a path that would cause all of these things to be turned around. He's waiting on us to do that. The Bible says that he is seated at the hand, the right hand of the Father, waiting until his enemies be made his footstool. And he's waiting in anticipation, expectation. He's not just up there uh, twiddling his thumbs, uh, saying, well, okay, I don't know, maybe today, maybe tomorrow. No, he's waiting for us to look like him, to act like him, to think like him. You see, and as we do that, then we cause the glory of God to be released. We are the pillar and ground of the truth. We are the, the, the place where the flow is going to happen. See, it's got to happen through us, but if we are looking for some other means of deliverance, beloved, please let me tell you, it's not going to happen. The government is not your uh, source of deliverance. It's not the place where you should be delivered. In fact, you're the ones that's supposed to be able to uh, decree and declare a thing and cause that thing to be established, because the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. See, so if we're not doing our job in, in, in praying and walking effectively, then there is no reason for him to get up. Remember, he's coming back for a bride that doesn't have any spot, doesn't have any wrinkles, any blemish, or any such thing. See, and until we look like that, he's not moving. See, the, the, the ball actually now is in our hands. We follow his plays, but the ball's in our hands. You know, the coach doesn't throw the football anymore. The coach doesn't shoot the shots anymore. He practices with the team, and then he might shoot a shot to tell them what to do, how to do. But after the game has started, the coach is waiting on the the members on the team to do their job, to line up. I mean, just as I'm thinking about it here, you know, you don't see uh, the quarterback. Uh, Trying to do the job Of the defensive end The right tackle See because the team would not be Flowing as one Remember uh, uh, Psalm 31 uh, verse 1 said It's good and pleasant for brethren To dwell together in unity Why because that's the place That God has the commanded blessing And what is the commanded blessing It's not just benefit For you beloved It does benefit you But that's not it we're supposed to be following the playbook of God, the plan of God, the will of God. And as we do that, then the things that he wanted to have in place would be able to be seen, would be able to flow. But see, if we're still walking around with, with bitterness in our heart, you know, all against any, he said, then that's not the, the body of Christ that he is waiting to be developed, to be seen, to be shown we We're called jewels in his hand jewels in his in his crown i uh, you can't just put mess up in the crown of the Lord you see and that's unfortunately how the body of Christ has been operating. We've been limping into victory instead of standing in victory and walking in grace see we we've got to begin to turn things around. That way Because we are the trigger if you will He's not coming back Until we look like him Until we act like him That's that's the trigger That says go get your bride Not We're just going to We're just going to act a nut uh, Until he comes back No he's not coming back if we act in a nut See Just as a thought process Turn to Hebrews If you would with me Just to to see something The book of Hebrews Chapter 5 He he wants us To be able to to, 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 to Display glory To display the honor That's due his name See we're supposed to give unto the Lord The glory Give unto the Lord the honor that's due his name That's our job And sometimes we don't Allow the God that's in us to be seen through us. I kind of like that way that came out. Say, because it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. So he he needs to be seen. He needs to be on display. That's what's going to cause people to come into the kingdom, that they would see, men will see our good works, and they will then change their vocation. They will change the things they talk about. They will glorify God. Men. He didn't say Christians alone. He said men would see your good works. The, po- the people that you work with every day, the the, the one that hmm, okay, the one that you can't uh, uh, fellowship with intently. You just go uh, around them just a little bit and then come back to where you is. Because after all, this is your life. That's theirs. No, beloved, it's one. He's not coming back for 12 bodies. He's coming back for the body that he is ordained to be clean, ordained for the steps that we should walk in, and we walk in them uprightly. The whole glory to God. We walk in those steps uprightly. See, so we don't walk in those steps still uh, 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 crawling, clawing our way unto what we think victory is. See? Having done all to stand, does that not tell you what position your body should be in? It should be upright, because those that are upright, he will not withhold anything from those who walk uprightly. He's wanting to display his victory through us. He's going yeah, wow, okay, all right, we're going to go here, then we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 3. Just putting these things into your hearing again, because now is the time. This is the time that God wants to pour out his love so that people that are hurting can be healed. Glory to God. You can see that that's what happened. Even when Jesus led his disciples and gave them the the, the commands that he told them, he told them to go heal people. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he's anointed me. To heal, to preach, to declare See And so we are his body Then we should be doing the healing It is very understood That hurt people Hurt people The only people that hurt people Are hurt people And so he sent us So that we can heal The broken hearted Those that are hurt Those that have been injured And we see a lot of times, even in the body of Christ, we are inflicting pain, self-inflicted wounds, if you would. Because we have chosen not to do it the way God said do it. There is a, a, a prescription. <laughs> the gospel. <laughs> That's your gospel. It's a prescription. Let's look at, at, at uh, Hebrews chapter 5. He's waiting on us to grow up. Now is the time. He wants us to be able to be full of the spirit and power, knowing how to flow in the thing that's necessary. When you see hurt, harm, or danger, you go fix it. You who are spiritual, if you see a man overtaken in a fault, spiritual one, restore him. Take the power that's in you and release it for him. Let's look at what he said. In verse 11 and following, he says he has many things to say,
1: but the reason
0: he can't say them is because you are dull of hearing, dull of hearing. Didn't say you was deaf. You just dull of hearing. The volume, if you would, is turned way down, and other things, other voices have been uh, increased in your life. You 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 rather hear the voice of I'm right and they wrong. Well, let me help you. The voice of I'm right and they wrong causes you to be dull of hearing. Why? Because Jesus said, if you have all against any forgive how could you then try to find out who's right or who's wrong the dull hearing never understands that god wants you to say it's not about right or wrong it's about him it's about the flow of his love in the earth i'm not going to stop that flow because i chose not to forgive and because I chose not to forgive, the rest of that verse in Matthew chapter 11 says that if you're going to pray at all, as you stand praying, prerequisite, number one, forgive. Why, Jesus? Because if you don't forgive, then your Father who is in heaven will not forgive you your trespasses. So then that means you get to stay in the mess. Come on, y'all. Let's, let's wrap this thing up so that he can get here so that he can come back because we look like him, act like him, think like him, talk like him. We are the image of God that's needed in the earth. They don't need to see the image of people that fight and claw, that bite and devour one another. Did he not say, if you do that bite and devour? He said, take heed that you will not be consumed one of another. Look at it. The devil ain't even got to fight. You're going to be consumed because you are biting and devouring one another. You know, you, you, you're what they called in basketball a self-check. You ain't got to worry about him. He ain't going to never make no points. See, He can't do anything because he's thinking from the wrong perspective. He's not letting God be seen. He's not letting God be God in him. He'd rather be God himself that's probably the only reason that we hold on to uh, uh, unforgiveness is because we're demanding that they do it our way, whatever way that is. See, but I learned to abandon my way and to allow God to have his way. Because when you do that, what happens is he is able to cause things then to work together for your good. The people that were uh, against you, The Bible says when, uh, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 6 and 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies be at peace with him. Come on, y'all. See, God has given you a plan for victory. You have enemies? Okay, good. Then let your ways be pleasing unto the Lord, and God will deal with your enemies. He will make your enemies be at peace with you. Wow. That's the plan of God from Jump Street. But what do we do? We hold on, harbor unforgiveness in our heart. We decide that we want to be our own Lord. Well, okay, I'll I'll throw this out there. If you determine to be your own Lord, that means you're going to have to be your own Savior also. Mm Mm-hmm. See? And I've already found my arm's too short to box with God. My, My brain is too limited to be able to do the things that God wants me to do. that that God wants me to have done in my life. My brain is too limited to do those things. I need to abandon ship, give up my way. Let a man forsake his own ways, his unrighteous thoughts. Let him forsake those deeds. And then God is able to have mercy and he'll abundantly pardon. He'll heal your land. He said, for I will have many things, verse 11, Hebrews chapter 5 again, to say to you, but you are dull of hearing other voices are more impactful and dare I say important to you you know I I, I remember that there was a time when I used to consort with people and I didn't want to I didn't understand Psalms 1 it says the blessed man doesn't do these things. He doesn't sit in the seat of the scornful. He doesn't spend time standing in the wrong place. This is the blessed man. But I was going around talking to people that were just as hurt as I was. And I was expecting those hurt people to give me good information. Come on, y'all. I just said it hurt people. Hurt people. See? So why would I listen at someone that's hurt and expect to get to victory? All I'm going to do if i listen to those that are hurt is go to the pool that is already bitter that's going to be my supply and i'm going to wallow around in that bitter splash of nothing thinking that i i i'm 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 right he says i have many things to 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 say that i want to utter unto you but i can't because <laughs> notice he said seeing that you are dull of hearing. Seeing impacts what your eyes look at, not just your understanding. I see that I want to walk in my own way. That's what I'm looking at. I want to be right. I remember it was a pastor that was at the church where I was working, and he said something very powerful to me. He and his wife were in the midst of uh, what they call intense fellowship. And so um, he was trying to prove that he was right. And then God asked him a question. He said, son, would you rather be right or righteous? Now, when he heard that, see, he wasn't dull of hearing. He heard God say, would you rather be right or righteous? As soon as he heard that, he said, you know, I'd rather be righteous. Notice it takes two to have arguments and have fights. He stopped the fight right then and there. He abandoned that ship. That was a sinking ship. And he said, okay, God, then I'm just going to allow you to do what's necessary in my life. I don't have to be right. I won't seek my own way. Love doesn't do that, does it? Love doesn't seek her own. But if I'm going to demand that I'm right, then I've abandoned the ship of love, the ark of love. I've I've abandoned that, that I'm going to be out there swimming in the water, not able to get to the shore. Drowning is what's going to happen to me. Why? Because I didn't understand that God wants to speak to me in particularly, might I say. He wants to speak to you in particularly in your trouble. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we'll probably say that, see that today. He wants to speak to you in your trouble. But if you are determined to do it your way, then you've already said, I'm not going to listen at wisdom. Say, I'm just not going to listen to what God said. Because right now, my emotions are ruling, and since my emotions are ruling, then I'm going to try to do it my way. See? Don't forget, now, if you sow to the flesh, you will love the flesh, reap corruption. God's not mocked. See? He wants you to understand these things. He made this easy. We make it difficult because we don't follow his plan. We want him to follow our plan. I have many things that I would like to say to you, but (laughs) you are dull of hearing. For when the time as you ought to be teachers, did you hear that? He says, I want you to be the example. You ought to be the one that knows how to walk from whatever to victory. You ought to be the one that can walk them through the process of hurt and pain to victory and glory. You ought to be teachers. By experience, you have tasted, the Bible says, and seen that the Lord is good. See? So since you've tasted that, then you ought to be one to speak to the glory of God that has been released in the lives of those that are hurting. Because you were. One of them. That's basically all I'm doing. I'm not speaking out of my hurts and my past. I'm speaking out of the word of God because the word of God, bless you, Jesus, the word of God liveth and abideth forever. The word of God is alive. See, I don't have to speak from dead circumstances. Yes, things that happen to me happen to others, but I don't rehearse the pain like that because I can't get the victory rehearsing the pain. I'm the one that's supposed to call those things that be not as though they were. I'm not supposed to be the one calling the things that be because if I keep calling the things that be, I'm going to enjoy and endure the things that be. I I want the things that God has ordained for my life. If it's not there, my job is to call those things that be not. See, that's a different conversation, beloved. See? See? I'm not always talking about uh, oh, oh woe is me. See, I, I, I the Bible says if I would simply open my mouth, He would fill it with praise. So why am I having a oh woe is me discussion? See, when we when we participate in the plan of God, we have victory because all of the promises of God are yes, and all of the promises of God in Him are amen. So be it. See. So then I need to have the word in my mouth. Because the word in my mouth, glory to God, the word in my mouth guarantees the victory in my life. You might want to write that one down. That was real good. Jesus said it this way. By your words are you justified, or by your words are you condemned. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. See? So as I have the word of God in my mouth, then the word in my mouth, will bring manifestation of the victory in my life every time, all the time. Those are steps that are preordained that we should walk in. We don't have time to be spending uh, uh, days, weeks, months, and years in the land of unforgiveness, in the land where we can't even see. He said you're dull of hearing, seeing that you are dull of hearing. See, the God of this world have blinded your heart, see. So you think that that pound of flesh that we might get is going to be able to, mm-hmm, the pound of flesh that you might get, you think that it would be able to sustain your life? If you're eating flesh, glory to God, if you're eating flesh that's dead, there are no nutrients in that dead flesh. Amen. See, that's a, that's, that's a useless exchange of time. And you've been called to redeem the time. And listen why he told you to redeem the time. Because the days are evil. In other words, I know evil is around. And so I need for you to deal with my word and my spirit so that you will not have to be in the one eating in the days of evil, sorrow. See? He wants us to do that. He wants to illuminate our path, shine his light on our path. Isn't that what we say? Your word is light unto my path? It's a lamp? See, we, 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 it's easy for us to follow the plan that God has already had, but we sometimes make it more difficult. For when you, for in the time when you should have been teachers, just ought to have been teachers, just you have need that one teach you again. Wow. Do you not see wasted time there? If you have to have someone to teach you again, you've already been taught this. You already know this, but you'd rather throw it away, dismiss it out of hand, and then now you have to go to the place where someone will have to teach you again, all because you are dull of hearing. And they say, notice what they're going to have to teach you. They're going to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. People go to church week in and week out. And because they are not willing to forgive, we got to go back to the beginning, the first principles of the oracles of God. Let love, okay, you got to let love be. Love is not going to be if you don't let it, if you stop it. The the blessed ones, Jesus said, are the ones that are the peacemakers, not the peace finders. Peacemakers has the connotation that when there is trouble, the thing that I do is I cause peace to be here. I mean, a lot of arguments are gone because when peace shows up, come on, come on, when peace shows up, Your enemies are gone. The Bible says the God of peace is going to bruise Satan under your heel shortly. So when peace shows up, the devil is over. His fight is over. He's going to be under your feet, bruised shortly, it said, in a quick manner. Glory to God. But see, we have decided and purposed that the way that other people did it was the way I'm going to do it. Well, this is the way my mama did it. This is the way my daddy did it. He didn't forgive. They had huge the last huge that lasted for years. Why? Because nobody would do what the Word of God said. I'll agree with your adversary quickly while you're with them, while you're with them in the way. Quickly. See, God wants to do a quick work in the earth, and we've been going around the mountain, children of Israel. We've been going around the mountain 40 years. When we could have been, come on, y'all, we could have been in the land of promise. And the land of promise was, was, was displayed or showed to them in a manner that just blows me away. In Numbers chapter 13, when he sent out the spies to, 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 to spy out the land, they came back. And the Bible says that they were carrying one cluster of grapes on the shoulders of two men. My God, that's a land flowing with milk and honey. One cluster of grapes, not only was it had to be carried between two men, that cluster survived in the desert for 40 days after being cut. I mean, come on, y'all, try to keep your fruit for 40 days after it's off the vine. Yeah, that's not the way it's working. But God was able to sustain that fruit in the desert for over 40 days while they walked back to the land where they left. And that thing was still so succulent, succulent, desired that people said, wow, this is the life that God has in store for us. A land that's purposed for us to be able to enjoy. He freely gives us. All things richly to enjoy. Th- th- those are the promises he wants us to to, to 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 appropriate in our lives. Now is the time. It says I, we have to teach you the the first principles of the uh, of the oracles of God, and you have become such that have need of milk and not strong meat. You go to places where the itching ears that you have just make you feel good about, you know, the promises of God, even though you're not following the, the, the precepts of God, you're not following the ordinance of God, you're not following the statutes of God, but you want to be blessed with someone tickling you saying, it's going to be okay. No, beloved, it's not going to be okay if you continue to walk in sin, continue to live in sin, to continue to live below the privileges that God has granted you. That's not going to be good. See, we have to kind of wake up, he said. Cause our ears not to be full of stuff that's going to harm the victory that we say we want. We want victory, but walk in flesh. It doesn't happen. See, if you want to walk in victory, you're going to have to walk in the spirit. And as you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So if you're still having issues with uh, uh, the same thing over and over and over again, then that tells you you're probably walking in the flesh in that. Because the promise of God, as he told the children of Israel, the Egyptians that you see today, you will see no more forever. See? When you walk according to the the, the word of God, then he calls his victory again. When your ways please God, he'll make your enemies be at peace with you. There is no more fighting. Glory to God. See? You get to enter into the rest. That's what Jesus told you to do. He said if you have a burden, if you got any kind of trouble, if you got sin, he said, come unto me. Take my yoke. And learn of me. Don't learn of the stuff that you've been practicing for 50 years before you got to me. Learn of me. Jesus, how, how would you do this? Jesus, how do you want me to do this? Jesus, where is the steps wherein I should walk? Learn of him. He says, when you do that, you'll find rest unto your souls. For his yoke is easy. His burden is light both illumination and the weight of it light okay because as light comes the bible says that he uh the interest of his word it gives light it gives understanding to the simple see he wants us to 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 fellowship in victory come on y'all he wants us to fellowship in victory We don't have to fellowship in pain, misery, agony, defeat. He's called you unto victory. He's called you unto peace. But you have need that someone teach you the first principles. (laughs) The first principles of the oracles of God. It's gotten so bad. Look at that. Look at that. He said you are those that become You have become such that has need of milk. You become that infantile in your thinking. You you become, you're still going to God like a baby. Why? Why? You become those that need milk. And then watch what he says this, and not strong meat. Glory to God. Strong meat. Meat that might be uh, uh, difficult for you to chew at first, but you decided that it's the meat that God has said on my table, I'm going to eat that, and I'm just going to chew until it becomes what I want to swallow, what I want to enjoy. It says strong meat belongs to those people. Right. This is what he said, verse 13. For everyone that has to use or always goes back to, that uses milk, is what? Unskillful in the word of righteousness. So then let me ask you a question out of this scripture. If I'm unskillful in the word of righteousness, what word am I skillful in? Hmm. The word of the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I? Am I skillful in that, protecting myself when I don't have to be protected because God said put on the whole armor of God. So if I put on the whole armor of God, why am I trying to protect myself? That would probably speak to me not actually trusting God. Yeah, I, I call on him, and, and I'll do that all the time because I need help. But I didn't trust him because when I trust him, he said, look at this, look at this, look at this. <laughs> he said, everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. Those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to know the difference between good and evil. See, I don't have to go and try to be delivered. I have exercised even my senses to know that's not right. That's not good. He says the strong need belongs to those that have exercised their senses, not even their spirit here, y'all. He said they're senses. Touch, not, handle, all that. senses. Wow. Your flesh not even giving you trouble no more. It says that your flesh has been exercised to the point where it knows the difference between good and evil. Wow. I mean, look at how God removes the, the battle from you. Your very senses, the flesh, the things that has always caused us trouble. He says when you are those that use strong meat, your senses become exercised. By reason of use, I go back to the word, and if I didn't understand it, I go back to the word until I understand it. I don't give up on the word because every time I go back to the word, I am exercising the process of victory to the point where even my flesh knows, nope, we're not going to do that no more. Well, I need to go get me a drink. No, my senses have been exercised where it says, no, 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 no. I know the difference between good and evil. You don't even need to stand in this line and try to buy that alcohol no more. I, my, my senses have been exercised to know the difference between good and evil, to discern between good and evil, to weigh out the thing. It says, no, no, if I do this, yeah, I'm not going to be able to enjoy good Wow, see? Okay, wow. That was the thing that messed up Adam, wasn't it? God told him not to eat from the tree of good and evil, and he did anyway. But here's the answer. If I become those that eat full, strong meat that belong to them who are of full age, who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern between good and evil. Oh, that looks good. That's going to be good for you. No, 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 no. My senses say no, that's not going to bless you. My senses say that. I can even give my spirit a rest from that fight because my senses know better. Amen. Trained that way. See? I don't have to just keep going back and uh, visiting the, the, the original uh, precepts of, and counsels of God. I, 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 I've grown up. And now what I use is the, 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 the strong meat, the, the meat that was saying to me before, I didn't know how to do that, but I kept with that strong meat, and now I see. That's what he told Joshua. This book of the law shall not depart out of my mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. Why should I meditate therein day and night? That you may know. Okay, you're going to know something. You're going to make your way prosperous. You're going to know the difference between good and evil. See? Okay? As you meditate day and night, you will see, observe how to do. That's exactly what he told him. He says, so when you, observe, when you meditate day and night, you will observe how to do, see how to do. Say. Okay? See? I'm exercising my senses. He said sight would, would be invite, in, involved in any. He says you will see, you will observe to do. You'll, you'll see how to stand having done all to stand. You you will begin to look at the right place Father I thank you for that You will begin to look at the right place You won't be trying to look for the the breakthrough Because he's the Lord of the breakthrough What you're trying to deal with the breakthrough for All you got to do is wait on his word His word is going to cause That he's going to make all things work together For your good But I'm looking at Jesus now I'm not looking at the, the problem See I'm looking unto Jesus I'm not just looking for the escape hatch If you would I'm looking unto Jesus, the one that said he'll make all things new. Why do I need an escape hatch? See, when I trust him this way, he that makes your enemies be uh, uh, at peace with you, he'll cause them to bless you. Don't you remember what happened to the children of Israel? When they left Egypt, they left with silver and gold. He'll cause en- your enemies to bless you. I mean, y'all, that's transferable. They blessed them with tangible things. They didn't just say, go get out of here, be happy. No, they let them go with tangible silver, gold. The enemies of God, he has the ability to make your enemies pay for your future. Glory to God. See? Because when your, when you, your ways please him, he'll make your enemies be at peace with you. Those that are at peace with you don't have a problem giving you the thing God is requiring of them. They are at peace with you. So I hope you're getting this, beloved. It says that your, your senses have stopped the fight that the devil is trying to perpetuate. Oh, hath God said your senses? answer. Yes, my God has said. My God has promised. My God has spoken. And since my God has spoken, that which he has spoken shall be done. Turn to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Starting in verse 7. This is Apostle Paul, again, telling us, inviting us into the the revelation that he had. He's inviting us into the victory that he learned and and, and received from God. This is verse 7. Where I, Paul, uh, was a minister, was made a minister, Hmm. was made a minister according to the gift of grace. Come on, y'all. Paul says, I, I no longer participated in the flesh trying to get things done in my flesh. I'm now a minister according to the gift of grace. The gifts that God has made available for us, the gifting system that he has put up in place has to be accessed by grace, not by might, not because you will it to be. He says, I'm now made a minister according to the gift of grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. I always go back to what God said, the effectual working of his power. His word will not return to him, Lord. It works all of the time. Okay? So, sin, I'm going to go to the place where that effectual power works for me. But, you know, the interesting thing about God is he doesn't do anything for you until he first does something in you. Okay? It's the power that works in you. Okay? So then, I mean, I just ask questions. If things are not working, then check what's in you. You check your oil. The devil is checking your oil by temptations, trials, and tests. Why don't you check your oil? Why don't you examine your heart, as it says in the first Corinthians chapter 13, chapter 11, excuse me. It says, let a man examine himself. Find out even whether you be in the faith. Examine yourself. Other people don't have to examine you. You do it. You don't, you shouldn't wait till the end of the fight is over and then say, see, I won. You should be doing self-examination while the fight is in full force. Lord, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this, Lord? Is this pleasing to you? Because I know that when my ways please you, you'll do the battle for me. You'll make even my enemies be at peace. So, Lord, what am I doing? Self-check. You know, it would be good to self-check. That's good, sir. It would be good to self-check because we are also the same ones that self-deny. We say, oh, I don't deserve that. Oh, that couldn't happen for me. We're self-denying. Why don't we self-check? Take the word. Be those of, who are of full age. Take the word and say, no, no, no. This is what God has said, and my senses even know that. So I'm going to self-check. Father, do I want that which you have promised me? Do I want it to the point where I'm going to give up my life for it? Because that's what the apostles had to do. They loved not their life unto the death. See, are, are you willing to fight the fight that's winnable in the spirit? Are you going to self-check? See, are you going to, when, when you feel the, the urge to, to to cuss them out, are you going to self-check and say, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let any perverse words come out of my mouth. See, God gave me my my mouth to heal he gave me my mouth to bless, not to curse, because as I bless, I will inherit the promise, he said. So then, Lord, I, I'm going to self-check right here. I, I feel like I want get, to get, get boiled over, so why am I boiling over? Glory to God. Why am I boiling over when you said, out of my bellies will flow rivers of living water? Why am I boiling over when you want to put the fire out? Say, Self-check. See, I, I'm allowing the, the Holy Spirit to bring that to my remembrance what Jesus has said to me. I don't need to remember what they said. They're not going to cause me to win. I remember what Jesus said, and because I remember what he said, then the word that he promised, he's able to perform. Amen. The Lord is working with me. That's what he said in the, in the book of Mark. He said the words of the Lord worked with them. Confirming the word with signs following. I'm self-checking so that the signs can follow me. These signs follow those that believe. So then I know that I believe because the signs follow. I'm not seeking the signs. The signs follow those that believe. So I'll do a little self-check here, Lord. I'm I'm going to, to, to be at peace. Because you told me to follow peace. Follow it. See? So as I follow peace, then I will be able to enjoy the goodness of the Lord. But if I'm going to try to make my own way, make them understand what I'm saying, then I don't know what's going to happen to the goodness of the Lord. Whereof well, I am made a minister according to the gift of grace of God, given me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am least than all, the less than least of all the saints, of uh, of uh, uh, is this grace given that I should preach unto uh, the Gentiles um, among the Gentiles mm, mm, mm. that I should preach among the Gentiles <laughs> among those that are, are are unsure of what the promise is. See the people of covenant, the children of Israel, were the people of covenant, and they knew God even though they didn't do what He said. But the Gentiles didn't have that 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 solid revelation. He says that I'm going to preach among the Gentiles. <laughs> the, uh, the Gentiles, the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all men see. How many men? And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which was from the beginning of the world, has been hid in God, who created all things by Christ Jesus Christ. To the intent, this is the reason that he did it. To the intent that now, when now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So then you're supposed to be causing that to be made manifest. You're supposed to be causing people to see the man, not just a little bit wisdom, y'all. He said the manifold wisdom, wisdom for this and wisdom for that, wisdom in this and wisdom in that, the manifold wisdom, wisdom for today and wisdom for tomorrow, the manifold wisdom of God. That, that, that I don't have any questions about the, the end of the thing because I know that even if sin was abounding, much more did grace abound. See? And by grace, I'm going to be able to win Jesus tasted death by the grace of God. So I'm going to, by that same grace, win, become victorious in everything. I'm going to cause it to be manifest to all the principalities, to all the, 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 the um, powers, to all of the demons. If, if, If somebody is coming against me and I'm going to say, well, that's a demon. Well, show the demon the manifold wisdom of God. Don't show the demon your anger, your retaliation, your wrath. Don't show that to the demon. Show the demon the manifold wisdom of God. That's what God made these promises for. To the intent that now unto principalities and powers in the heavenly places might be made known by the church, the manifold wisdom of God. This was the eternal purpose. Glory to God. This ain't no Johnny come lately pur- This is the eternal purpose that he purposed in Christ Jesus. That's why he made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that we can accomplish his eternal purpose. See, we're supposed to stop the mouths of of, of of those that are adversaries. How? By the glory of God. See, not because I threaten them. <laughs> See, the, the, the glory mm-hmm. glory works even when you are asleep, beloved. Hallelujah. See, when you, when you call somebody to do something because they're scared of you, well, when you leave their presence, they might have enough nerve to do something the same way. But glory works while you sleep. Glory works even when you're not there. Come on, y'all. Because he that keeps Israel, he does not sleep or slumber. Glory's working all the time. See? God has the ability to cause people that wanted to do you harm in the middle of they sleep, he can interrupt their sleep. The king didn't know that, that Sarah was Abraham's wife, and he would have taken her, the Bible says, but God restrained him. And in his dream, God said, tell you what, boy, if you touch her, you are dead. Excuse me. If you touch that man's wife, you are dead, man. Abraham didn't want to tell uh, 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 the king that that was his wife. God wasn't scared to tell the man it was his wife. He so said, if you touch the man's wife, you're a dead man. Interrupted the man's sleep. God knows how to do this, y'all. See, so we've got to allow him to be God in us and through us. In us, through us, and for us. See? Because as, as you Jesus said, if you keep his word, keep the word, if it abides in you, And then you abide in me. Come on, y'all. Did you see these exchanges? If my word abides in you and you abide in me, if you know well the name of the Lord is the strong tower and you the righteous, run into it and you are safe. If you would do that, he says, then I'll take care of you because anything you ask, you abide in me and my word abide in you. Then your conversations, anything that you ask, it will be given you. See, he has the answer that we need. He's already set this thing in motion, and it is also set eternally, forever settled in the heavens. Glory to God. He set it in motion, and it is already settled in heaven. Whew. So then when you enter into any temptation, that's why he tells you, please count it joy. When you enter into the, the diverse tests and trials, please count it all joy. Why? Because you know something knowing that the trying of your faith worketh or employs patience. Again, he says that the trying of your faith is going to employ patience, cause patience to go to work. But if you've already purposed that you're not going to have patience, patience can't work on your behalf. See? But if you would count it all joy when you enter into the temptation, then patience will have her perfect work with you that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. See, God has already set these things in motion, in place, and in motion. See? So then it's incumbent upon us then to say, okay, God, I need to be those who are of full age. I need to take the strong meat. I don't need to go back to the, 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 the oracles that are, are, are just preliminary, first things, first steps. I don't need to do baby steps. See, I need to mm-hmm, I need to be the one that walks in the spirit. Because when you walk in the spirit, you will not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. You won't have these baby temptations. your senses will have been exercised. Glory to God. See so you'll walk in the spirit or you'll walk on your circumstances come on that's what he was trying to teach peter peter master i'm, I'm scared here if it's you bid me come peter one word come and peter got out the boat and walked towards jesus on the water he walked on the circumstances that thing circled around him standing against him he walked on them just like Jesus walked on them. Take the clues. He wants you to be able to walk above the, the tests and trials that you are facing. Count it all joy. Then let patience have a perfect work so that you'll be perfect, entire, complete, wanting nothing. But you've got to ask in faith or you have to understand the language of the Spirit. Oh, so, come on, come on, come on. If you're asking in your flesh, then God's not moved by that. But when you ask in the spirit, let him ask in faith, nothing doubting. See? So then if you're just frustrated, question, if you're frustrated, do you think you find yourself in faith? See? If you're frustrated, then you haven't exercised those senses to know the difference between good and evil. You're still wondering if God is going to deliver you. He said, knowing this, see, it's, it's a knowing that has to take place. It's not a, just a, I wish very earnestly that this would happen. He said, knowing something. He says, this is the eternal purpose, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And in this place, we have boldness and access with confidence. Come on, y'all. That's a mouthful right there. It says, when I, when I allow myself to know that I am the, the church that's going to display the, the glory of God, I'm going to make manifest the wisdom of God, the demon spirits. It says, when I know this, that this is the eternal purpose. It has never changed, never will change. It's the eternal purpose. He says that when I know that and operate in that, then I will have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. My God, my God. See, I mean, you you walk around the way it should be. You walk from victory victory to victory, from glory to glory, from faith to faith. You don't walk in, in, in trouble and then find more trouble and then find smaller trouble that you think you can handle. No, you walk around with boldness. You have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. I mean, I don't know if you caught it, but I'm no longer doing the fighting because I have boldness, access, and confidence by the faith of him. I don't have to fight the battle. The battle's not mine. I get to walk in the victory. Come on, y'all. I get to walk in the victory. Walk out as the victory happens day by day. I get to walk that out. And as I walk, glory to God, and as I walk, there's nothing the devil can do to stop me. Wow. Okay? Because this is the confidence that we have That if we ask anything according to his word, we know he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know we have the petitions that we desire of him. This is the confidence that we have, even our faith. See, So I'm walking differently. I'm walking in confidence. I'm not walking, wishing and hoping. I'm walking in confidence. I have ordered steps. Glory to God. Preordained steps. I have steps that Jesus came and walked out in my heart before me so that I can walk as he walked. Because as he is, so am I in this world. Okay? I, I'm walking in victory. I'm walking unto victory while I'm walking in victory. It, you, you don't see it now? Keep watching me walk. Glory to God. Keep watching me stand. Because the end of this thing has already been established. In fact, I started, and Jesus gave me the victory. He starts from the the end and then shows you the victory. Yeah. We know him as the Alpha and Omega. See, he starts the thing from the end and then walks it out day by day. See, that's just the way he is. He starts in victory so that you don't have to think about the trouble. He's touched with your feelings of your infirmity. He's touched with that. But he is trying to empower you to walk in victory, walk from the end of a thing. This is what you said, God. Since you said it, I'm now going to walk from that word that you said, that word that will not return to your void, that word that, that holds me up the same way it held Peter up, the word that is more than enough. I start from that, and I walk from that place until the time where I started the trial. So this is the seed of the thing, huh? Good. I can now remove the seed because I started in victory and walked unto the place that the attack started. But most of the time in our lives, what do we do? We start with, we reference the attack rather than reference the the victory. The Holy Ghost is going to bring to your remembrance what Jesus said. And everything that Jesus says, all of his promises are yes and amen. The prophecy that he gives, it says that the, the prophecy that he gives, he is the spirit of prophecy. Okay? He gives he gives prophecy out of the yes and the amen. Come on, y'all. Okay? When we begin to, to, to position our heart this way, there is no way we can lose. We go from glory to glory, not from glory to mess. See? We go from what God said and we operate in what he said knowing that what he said, he's going to back it up. He watches over his, come on now, come on, come on. He watches over his word to perform it. He does not watch over your mess to fix it. He watches over his word to perform it. So then what we should do is bring him his word because his word will not return void. His word, as we carry it back, That's what he moves on. He doesn't want you to return frustration and then say, Lord, fix my frustration. He already did, according to the scripture that I understand. In the book of John, he said, it is finished. See? So I start from the finished work. And as I start from the finished work, just in my mind, that means I'm entering into a sweatless victory because it's already done. See, I, I'm not trying to get God to do something. I find out what he's already done, and I walk in that. Okay? I, I find out what he's already done, and I enjoy that. Amen. I'm hoping that, that, that you can see that the process of God is a little different than the way we've been trained. See, we've been trained nose to the grindstone. But it would be better if we simply walk in this I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, walk in the Spirit. Okay? We, we walk and our steps that are sure. See, we, we don't have to walk in, in question. We can walk steps that are sure. Let me finish this here. Verse 13 says, verse 12, In whom we have boldness, access, with confidence, by the faith of him. Wherefore, because of this, I desire that you don't faint at my tribulation, which is for your glory. For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family, in heaven and in earth, is named. Glory to God. The whole family. Think about the provision that he's made that the whole family can enjoy. That takes care of uh, the people that you are connected to by kinship that have not understood how to walk uh, uh, by the word, because the Bible promises that if you be saved, what's going to happen? Your whole household shall be saved. See, the unbelieving is sanctified by the one that believes. And he says that I I want you to know, don't be uh, nervous for me, because I bow my knee from the position of victory. This is how I bow my knee. I buy my knee unto the uh, Father and Lord of our, Jesus, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory. See, he's not trying to just get you to do something by your sweat. Come on, y'all. Read, read with me. He says he wants to grant you according to the riches of his glory. Hallelujah. The victory that Jesus brought you, that's his glory. The wisdom that God brought you, that's his glory see so so see, he wants you to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. you know if you're going to continue to fight the battle in your mind in your flesh, he's not strengthening your mind, he wants to renew it actually, he wants you to renew it and he does not strengthen your flesh. He's the God of all flesh, but what he wants you to do as the God of all flesh, he wants you to surrender that flesh to him, In particularly since he's the God of it anyway. <laughs> Amen. I'm just giving you some shortcuts here. Since God is already the God of your flesh, give it to him. It's not that he doesn't know what your flesh wants to do, But when you surrender your flesh to him, now he's the God of that flesh. Amen. He wants you to be strengthened that he he will grant you according to the riches. Glory to God. That he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. That just doesn't sound like a one, two little dabs to do you. He's wanting to have you to understand riches of his glory. He wants you to understand more than enough. he wants you to understand the abundant life that Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and they might have that life more abundantly. He wants you to understand that, live in that, function in that, that he may grant you hmm, according to the riches of his glory, that you would be strengthened in this process. So there's no more where is me prayers, where is me thought processes. See, he just took care of the woe is me thought process that he wants you to, he wants, he wants to grant you according to the riches of his glory. He wants you to be strengthened with that by his might in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. See, he's saying that, 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 Once you're rooted and grounded, okay, he's going to say it here so that you can see it. I'm not just saying things. Let's read on. I'll come back to the point. That you may be rooted. That you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. He didn't say that you may. He said that you being. That's on purpose, isn't it? May sometimes could be accidental. Right? Because if I let Then I might not let. But he said here that you being grounded, being rooted. Again, he's not talking to those that are talking about milk. He wants those that are of full age, being grounded, being rooted, active, present tense, not going to be. Not someday, maybe, that you being rooted and grounded in love. So then that tells me that there cannot be an occasion that you chose not to function in love. Romans tells it to us, Galatians says it this way, that you should owe no man anything but to love him. You owe the man love. He's doing me wrong and you still owe him love. Why? Because love covers a multitude of sin. Okay? It says that you have to be rooted, you have to be grounded in this love. Okay? I'm not thinking about forgive him. I've already forgiven him, Lord. As soon as that incident happened, I let it go. I released that unto you. I cast all the burden of that over on you. That was immediate, God. I, can't, I don't know if I'm going to go to sleep and wake up right. So that's why he told you, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. So I'm letting it go now, God, right now. Agree with your adversary quickly while you are with him in the way. I'm letting that go right now, God. I'm not going to even walk that down the street. I'm going to let that go right now. I have no business in my house. Why should I take that stuff in my house? I'll even go one step further. Why should you take all of your frustrations, anxieties, and hurt into the place of your prayers, into the place of your praise? He wants you to enter into his presence with thanksgiving. But here we go. Lord, they did. I understand how we feel. But he said, enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Into his courts, the place he's going to make adjudications for you. Enter into that place with praise. No, I'm going to bring some accusation Then you don't know what spirit you're of. Because the Jesus told us that the devil is the accuser of the brethren. You don't know what spirit you're of. Okay? He wants you to be rooted and grounded in this love. See, but I've already covered that, Lord. I've, I've already uh, walked out the love walk with that situation in that circumstance. I'm not holding it against them. I want you to be able to move in my life the same way you was able to move in Jesus' life when you raised him from the dead. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Be as powerful as Stephen. While he was uh, dying, he said, Lord, don't lay this to their charge. And the next vision that he saw was Jesus. Seated at the right hand of the throne of God. See, it changes everything, changes your perspective when you choose to walk in love. The apostle John was a a, a a a saint that decided to walk in love so much they tried to kill the man. They tried to kill him on multiple occasions. They tried to they even boiled the man in oil and he would not die. And so they said, I tell you what, let's just put him out there on the island of Patmos. Let's get him away from us. He's going to continually walk in love, and that love that never fails causes us not to be able to do our our dirty work. We can't kill the man. So they exiled him to Patmos, and it's okay with John. He wasn't mad. He just wrote the revelation of Jesus Christ while he was out there. Being rooted and grounded in love. Why? So that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breath, what is the limb what is the depth, and the height, hmm. and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you might be filled with the fullness, with all the fullness of God. I mean, he wants you to be so over the top. He says that you're going to be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length, the breath, and the lift, and the depth, the breath, and the lift, and the depth, and the height. Come on, y'all. Any way the devil comes at you, any direction that he can come at you, you are already sealed with the love that causes you to know God in victory over the depth, height, length, or breath. He says it in in, in Corinthians that this light affliction, which is but for a moment. He's going to employ, work for us, a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we don't look at the things that are seen, but we look at the things that are not seen. Because the things that are not, the things that are seen are deathless, are, are, are going to die. The things that are not seen are deathless and everlasting. I mean, that's what he wants us to do, y'all. It, it, now is the time. See? Okay? He says that you will be able to comprehend with all the sense. what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and that you will know the love of God, the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. Well, I know they're doing this. Well, why don't you find out the, the, the whole script that passes what you know? Say, Well, they're going to do this. Why don't you find the script that takes you beyond what they know? You know, Dr. Seuss told us that we can go on beyond zebra. Well, we can go on beyond hurt, on beyond frustration, on beyond pain, on beyond uh, uh, it, it, uh, troubles. We can go on beyond that because you'll know the love of God which passes knowledge, that you will then be filled with all of the fullness of God. Your supply will be abundant, because God will give you supply that's in the realm of all. Oh, wow. So how, do we, you, how how can we lose with this? See, he did, mm-hmm, he did not write a book of failure. He wrote a book of victory. Hallelujah. That you may be filled, verse 19, with all, the, with all the knowledge of the fullness of God, with all the fullness of God. And then now, because of this, as this works, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. But if the power is not working in you, then you won't see God as the one that's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can dare ask or think. Your way or God's way? God's waiting on you. He wants to show himself strong in the behalf of those that have a perfect heart towards him. He wants to make your enemies your footstool. He wants to to show the devil, because now it's going to be made manifest through the church, the manifold wisdom of God. Let's let God do it his way so that he can win through us, for us, your way or God's way. Father, we just thank you and bless you for your word that strengthens us, encourages us, causes us to be able to see victory. Even though the devil is trying to show us defeat, we will not look at the devil and his works. We will look unto Jesus, who's always writing our victory. He's the author and the developer of our faith. Thank you, Father, that we can enter into that place of the strong tower being our residence, and we can know that we are safe. And no matter what the devil presents, You cause it to turn together for our good. Make it work together so that we would be able to give you glory through it and from it, that we would be those that always have thanksgiving in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up, making us be those that are of full age, that we have strong meat, that our senses are even developed because we exercise. The, the use of the strong meat, not the milk, not the pablum, but the strong meat. thank you for God for doing that for us God, as we enjoy your victory in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Well, again, as we say at the end of every uh, ministry, give you the opportunity to if you have any questions, questions? Um, Pastor, if you would, we would like to area code 404-480-3807, 4, 404-408-3847. 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 8,
1: 8, Pastor okay, Steve, I, I, tried Steve to, I heard you. I heard I you heard, I'm sorry. That. Go ahead. Can you hear me?
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. I'm waiting on Pastor Wait. uh, John. That was Brother John. Brother John, can you hear me? Yes asked if you had any questions toward the sermon No I just Enjoy it man I'm learning man because
0: One thing I like about what comes Is not his mind At least the Holy Spirit And every time he preaches man It's heavy stuff and it's good because It comes directly from The Holy Spirit not mine. I mean he's
1: got his mind he can keep his mind When he wants but I'm saying majority of times It all comes from
0: And I thank God he is To the Holy Spirit God
1: bless you brother
0: Amen, amen. Glad, glad to Pastor help you. Glad Steve,
1: to hear you. Yes, sir. You're a blessing. Um, I'm not trying to say this to lift you up. I was crying when you was preaching because you sound so much like Pastor Wade. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I've been hurting Pastor Steve. I need you to pray for me because I miss Pastor Wade. And I love him so much.
0: And do you think that he is now um having tears of sorrow in his, in the place that he is.
1: Uh, I he hear is, you, brother. Yeah. I hear you brother you. Steve. You sound so like my pastor, man.
0: Well, I, 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 I was I was anointed with his spirit, so that's that's easy to do. <laughs> I, hey, love, you I love him. <laughs> you know, I,
1: I would never forget in the car. Forgive me for crying, Steve, but uh the children of Israel Wept thirty days.
0: Yeah. And
1: when yeah. when I'm by myself and when I hear Pastor Wayne, I I, I I miss him, man. I I cry cause he he told me something in the car. <laughs> I'll Never forget. I said, Pastor Wayne, I can't preach like Steve. Steve preached like you. He said, you ain't got no preaching on. You got my teaching on, and he got my preaching on. Ah. Mhm. I mm-hmm. I'll yeah. never forget that he say, that's why. And stop trying to do that. He say, you ain't gonna teach like Steve. You can't. And you won't, but you would teach like Emmett because my Lord came through Pastor Steve through preaching. Yeah. And then when you came through teaching and deliverance. And then, you know, he told me, I said, "Uh, brother, why I get along so much with Pastor Steve? He said, well, Brother Emmett, whatever, I know one thing. I got y'all together for a reason and help him out. And, Steve, that's why you're on this radio station.
0: Amen. Amen. I've
1: missed some Pastor Steve and i really you know, I uh, I'm I'm going back going back to Jamaica permanent, Pastor Steve, and I'm getting married in July. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah.
0: And the Lord.
1: You've been a blessing, man. You. Steve, you need to call me because so many offerings have been rejected. I yeah,
0: I, 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 I to about it. I'll call great. you after.
1: All right. Huh? I right. I I'll talk to you about
0: I'll it after. no problem.
1: Yeah, I'll talk to you after broadcast. God bless, man. Right. I'm gonna let somebody else get Love in here. Too. Okay. Love All you right. too,
0: man. Amen. Area code uh three one two three three zero four zero two four. You have the mic. Any comments or questions about the ministry of life? Area code three one two three three zero four zero two four. You have the mic. Amen. Amen. And and one of the things that's interesting here is that, um, you know, sometimes people, we tell them that they have the mic, and they get nervous and they don't want to talk. Well, um, you, you're just talking among family. <laughs> you just, just give God the glory. Hey, man, Erica, 404 536 you have the mic. Any comments or questions about the ministry tonight? Oh, I just praise God for you, and uh, I thank God that He had given you the wisdom and insight and understanding to minister to our hearts and our minds. It was a blessing. Another blessed Monday. <laughs> Amen. Glad we didn't do it. Amen. Glad to have that. Amen. I see that again. Most of the people that were on the call have dropped the call. Okay, and uh, you know that's that's uh, that's good. Not gonna be mad about that. We're gonna go on. We're
1: going to trust the Lord. So Pastor Steve. Said, yes, sir. I got a text from <laughs> uh, Pastor Leroy Gilton from Fort Lauderdale, uh-huh. Florida. He texted and emailed me by text. Uh, we're having some technical problems, See, That's why if they come in, he said he tried to get in, but he, he emailed okay. me and texted to me. And he said he, he can't teach like that. And he said, Pastor Wayne, Joe, did I didn't say nothing because I know we come from the same pastor. But this joke, this is for you. I'm just shocked. I know what to say, but he asked it for you. Did Pastor Wayne ever teach and write out in his in his sermons?
0: Yeah, I can't remember one. I can't. You know, he 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 would ask us to do it because he wanted us to be able to leave the people with something that that they we would give them a copy of the outline, and that's the only reason that we did it. But no, I, he he. He would just open his mouth and here come God <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, I praise God Brother I'm just joyful cause when I hear you You bless me Steve in my little hurry In and out you know because I lost my pastor yeah. On earth yeah. you know I'm human I, 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 I love them But uh, yeah. I remember Pastor Steve I, I got to say this Pastor Wayne talked to me three hours
0: Steve, yeah, he got sure.
1: out yeah. of the car. He said, yeah. I'm going to go ahead on with Brother Steve and the drums and stuff, and he'll ride me around again, casting out demons. So, Come on out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. when he All got day. on the pole, he ain't do no studying, and went up there, opened the Bible, and I told him, I want to There's teach like that. He said, the key is to stay in the word and to meditate in the word and to fast. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just I told
0: did, it. I did it. But see, Again, I wasn't. I wasn't, and I wasn't trying to be a, a, a teacher. I was not trying to be a preacher. I was trying to uh, get all of God that I can get. That's all I was doing. He said, "In but Him we live and move." I wanted to do that.
1: But I noticed something about church, Pastor Steve, and I've been knowing you thirty, forty some years. I noticed years. that in the body of Christ, the Lord of Past, the pastor. Can lead a lot of men, and all those men under him can have some form of his anointing.
0: Yeah. I've noticed that. 100%. 100%. What it happened with yeah. uh, with, with uh, Nelson Moses.
1: Dean? Nelson <laughs> Dean yeah. just like Pastor Wayne, they're yeah. De- yeah. just like Pastor Wayne, yeah. just like him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, we were we were around him a whole lot more than you. You got to remember that we were on staff. So then, therefore, we had minimally twelve hours uh, to be in his presence. So, you know, I didn't just, have that much time,
1: but when when I was with him, yeah. I, I wanted to get in the car. You know me, Steve. Everywhere school, I I yeah. wanted to go get it. Let me get in there. I said, I want to get in the front seat. I had to get right yeah. like there. And I, you know, he said, come on, because I just wanted to be mm-hmm. around him.
0: That, that's the love of God that was being shed abroad.
1: But y'all was blessed <laughs> to be around a man of God like that. Pastor Wayne helped me so much. Pastor Steve, I'm 62 years of old. Mm-hmm. old. And Pastor Wayne uh, cast out the demon of crack cocaine out of me. You know, I ain't stoke, I ain't had crack cocaine in 35 years.
0: You don't need to. Don't
1: yeah, need to. So he I'll cast that, that out of me. He yeah. cast Catholicism. I remember when Catholicism came out of me. When Catholicism okay. came out of me, man, I was able to open up the Bible and really. One. Yeah, man. You know, that family enrichment seminar, that helped me. Pastor Wayne he helped me. To. And I. People may not know me, but I I'm not trying to idolize him, but I, I was with him 23 years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, he was Steven, like does it, Do you cry out here like I do of his loss? Do you, I mean, I, Lord, forgive me, but I, I just miss him.
0: Yeah, I, I miss him, again, as much as if not more. But I, I, I caused myself to be at peace. Uh, the, the book of Thessalonians told me. And I'm supposed comfort with these words, that I will be caught up in the air, and there shall I ever be with him. So I comfort myself with that. So he got yeah, there first. Yeah. Okay. Get, yeah. I'm going to get caught up. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he would. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I heard him last night about six hours. Every time I hear him, yeah. I get a different revelation. What I'm teaching tonight is what I heard it's from alive. him last night. Yeah.
0: Yep. It's alive. That's why. The word is alive.
1: Be blessed. Uh, Pastor Steve, you're doing a good job on this program, man, and I want everybody to sow a seed to Pastor Steve. Pastor Steve he needs offering. Pastor Steve, I know you may not want me to do that. You know I ain't never said that, but they got to help you. Somebody sow a seed to the brother.
0: Well it's gonna be okay if all of the seeds at this point will still come to um livedeliverance.com No, deliverance dot com. I wanna uh, give it way. to you. You can't mess up my income taxes like that. I know I'm not set up okay. yet. That, when I do okay. I will tell everybody. It's, it's, I'm working on it now, but when I get that, okay. then it'll come directly, and, I, and that'll be good. So if this has been okay. a blessing so, to you, I want you to go ahead it, and go it. to liveandwinning.com and find the donate tab, and then be obedient to the Lord, whatever He tells you to give. Because the only way that we're on the broadcast is through your uh, free will offering and, and and tithes. We thank all of our <clears throat> excuse, we thank all of our, um, our members that are cyber members, and we just thank you to you continue to give here. Uh, it, this is good ground. Because we pray over it and believe God for your victory day in and day out. So just go to the website and find the donate tab and then obey God for what he tells you to do. Also tell your friends how they can listen and participate on the broadcast here on Monday evenings. So with that being said, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance and give you his shalom. Love y'all. Be blessed.